Welcome to the podcast from the journal Addiction. Here's an interview I conducted with the author of a paper featured in the January 2019 edition of the journal. This conversation is with Dr. Candice Graydon, where we discuss her paper, Gambling Despite Financial Loss, The Role of Losses Disguised as Wins in Multi-Line Slots. So first of all, if I could just get you to briefly introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Candace Graydon. I'm a postdoctoral fellow at McMaster University at the Peter Bora Center for Addictions Research. I was previously a PhD student at the University of Waterloo in the gambling research lab there. Fantastic. And the reason that we're speaking today is because you've got a paper in the January edition of the journal Addiction. So could you just tell us a bit about the paper? The paper primarily focuses on a slot machine outcome. And the reason why we're interested in slot machine outcomes is because uh, slot machines have been known to cause problems for a subset of gamblers across the globe for quite some time now. So the outcome we are interested in is called a loss disguised as a win. So in popular multi-line video slot machine games, Um, Often, the amount that you win is less than you wager, but these outcomes are celebrated with winning lights and sounds. Uh, So we are interested to see what the impact of these outcomes were on players, and we've done a substantial amount of research in this area, um, and we knew that players kind of physiologically react to these outcomes as if they're wins. Um, They also verbally label these outcomes as wins, and they lead players to overestimate how often they won. And this uh, paper, we're interested in seeing whether it actually had an effect on gambling behavior, specifically uh, whether it make gamblers gamble for longer um, despite financial loss. And what did you find? Uh, so what we found uh, was that it actually depends on the reinforcement rate and uh, what type of gambler you are, specifically whether you um, have problem gambling symptomatology or not. So we found that for uh, non-problem gamblers, a low number of LDWs, or losses disguised as wins, uh, seem to affect gamblers' uh, behavior during a subsequent losing streak uh, the most compared to a moderate or large amount. And I'll come back to that in a second on why that might be. Uh, what we found was for a moderate number of losses disguised as wins is for problem gamblers, actually affects their behavior the most. So there seems to be this kind of sweet spot for reinforcement rate, but non-problem gamblers and low-risk gamblers do not show such trend. Um, And the reason why we think that we're seeing these kind of opposing trends between non-problem gamblers and problem gamblers um, is their kind of previous experience from a learning perspective with these outcomes. So a non-problem gambler Um, doesn't have much of experience, so just the arousal, the physiological arousal of the larger wins that come in games with fewer LDWs must be the most arousing compared to um, the frequency of wins, um, which increases with these LDWs uh, for a moderate uh, number seems to be the most effective on gamblers who already have experience. And so what do you think the implications for your findings are? Uh, Well, one of the main implications and something we've been working on in general, again, is trying to create awareness around these losses, disguises, wins, because if players find these outcomes exciting and they're leading gamblers to gamble despite financial loss, um, and we know that one hallmark of problem gambling is continuing to gamble um, for longer than one should, uh, is just creating an awareness that people are aware that these outcomes are not wins, they are monetary losses. So they're losing money every time they get these exciting sounds and exciting lights on these outcomes, which is difficult to follow when you play these games. They're very complicated. You just see constantly, because of all these lines, uh, there's 
frequently graphics and sounds going on. So just help them become attuned to how much they're betting. So one would be just awareness um, kind of from a responsible gambling perspective. And uh, from a responsible gambling perspective, also what how this can affect behaviors, uh, specifically problematic types of behaviors like continuing to gamble despite financial loss. There could be some clinical applications as well, um, but we think that mainly it's going to act on the kind of responsible gambling uh, level. It could also affect policy in some jurisdictions. Um, they're looking at trying to ban losses, disguises, wins, uh, where that is not tight possible again just educating players about them and you mentioned these losses disguised as wins so i hadn't heard of these before but what i'd i'd read about things like near misses in relation to being quite rewarding and making people carry on gambling when otherwise they would stop so what's the difference between losses disguised as wins and near misses um so that's a very good question because uh with near misses they also show this kind of optimum uh moderate sweet spot uh, for reinforcement rates on subsequent behavior. So near misses are outcomes where if you have a pay line on a slot machine, which normally traverses uh, the center of the reels on a slot machine. Um, so what happens is, is that you get, say, two jackpot symbols that fall on the first two reels on the pay line and then one above or just below. Um, so it looks like an almost win, but they're actually losses. Uh, research that's been done in our lab shows that these are very frustrating losses, whereas uh, losses disguised as wins are interpreted by players as wins. But what happens is, is a classic study done from Casanova and Shar shows that if you give gamblers a moderate number of near misses in a game and then they play during a subsequent losing streak, um, that seems to have the most effect on behavior. So gamblers will uh, continue gambling or persist, we call it persist, to gamble during financial loss, during that losing streak, uh, kind of preferentially at this moderate number of, of sorry, near misses. And they think that the reason why this happens is that if you have too many near misses kind of paired with um, not getting the actual winning amounts associated with it from a learning perspective, uh, you no longer have that strength in um, kind of the operant uh, conditioning learning. So people could possibly catch on to that. So that's pretty much what we're observing with problem gamblers with losses, disguises, wins, um, as well as that they're uh, preferentially at a moderate number. But if you have too many LDWs, there's kind of this disconnection between getting what looks like a winning outcome, but you're running total running down on these machines. Um, so at that point, people, players might be catching on that um, they're losing on some of these apparently winning outcomes. So in terms of your paper, when people are reading it, what do you think are the key sort of take-home messages that you want people to take away from your paper? Uh, the take-home messages um, would be mainly from a very general perspective that slot machines are known to cause harm uh, for a subset of gamblers, and this is quite well known. Um, from an electronic gaming perspective. And one of the reasons why this may be is because of some of the features, um, some potentially deceptive features of these games. And these losses disguised as wins are one of those features. Uh, because there's been a lot of research that has um, shown that they interpret these outcomes as wins, they may be potentially dangerous on behavior. Um, so we need to do something from, if not a policy perspective, then at least a responsible gambling perspective to make people more aware of these outcomes. 
um, and then possibly creating materials that will help in uh, clinical settings as well uh, to see how this affects behavior. We have to be aware with uh, new slot machines and modernization and now um, them including things like uh, merging games with um, gambling, uh, new features may be popping out that we have to be aware, uh, kind of keep our eyes open for going forward with research on what may be somewhat deceptive or uh, could affect uh, gamblers' behaviours, specifically problem gamblers' behaviours. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time, Dr. Candice Graydon. Thank you.